Welcome to the TigerCast, a podcast designed to tell the story of Warsaw schools and inform our community about the great things happening to serve our students. Hey, this is Amy Lunsford, Principal of Lincoln Elementary. And I'm Kyle Carter, Chief Technology and Data Analytics Officer for Warsaw Community Schools. And hey, we have uh, a new episode for you today, and the name of this is Middle School Matters. And really what we wanted to talk about today, and I'm excited for our show. Once upon a time, I was a sixth grade teacher, and and Warsaw sixth graders, they remain in the middle, or in the elementary schools. I know a lot of different locations, sixth graders are at a middle school. Um, there's a lot of discussion about this transition and and what that looks like for students and I know it can be this scary time or or potentially a time where there's a lot of nerves associated with it for me my middle my middle school journey it was smooth I loved it favorite two years of my life what about you Amy Wow, Kyle, that that is, um, I, I need to hear more about this later, but I cannot say the same. I was, I was, I moved in the midst of my middle school career, and I was in a little bitty high school, a uh, little bitty district where we were a junior senior high school. So I was in the school with the seniors telling me to go to the basement for my classes. So it was, I can't say it was the best years of my life. What I think we can agree on, though, is it is a transition for students. So we felt, rather than talk about our experiences and, and what we experienced ourselves, we'd bring the experts here. Absolutely. So we've got a couple experts with us today. Um, we have Mrs. Angie Klepfer from Lakeview Middle School, and Mr. David Cook from Edgewood Middle School, and we just want to pick their brains about why middle school matters. Absolutely. So... Thanks for joining us today. How are how are how are you doing? We're doing great. Doing We're excited good. to be here. Thank you for asking us. They're oh, not sure what they signed you. up for. Their their faces are telling a story of uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> we promise this is going to be painless. Well, let's kick right in here. All right. So here's here's the question: Is middle school scary? And going along with that, what do you think creates that myth? Yeah, I think middle school is scary. Uh, uh, because it's such a transition, you go from having what, how many, three teachers in elementary school to having seven different teachers, seven different class periods. We've got, I don't know how many different schedules you have a locker, sometimes a sports locker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to figure out what lunch you're in. And if you go to the wrong lunch, you have to like try and find your social circles. You have to dig, do all, there's a lot of. It's change. Yeah. It's change. And anytime something new it's it's scary and within three weeks it is no longer scary um so i understand parents are scared because it's a new experience for their kids it is a new experience for the students and they come in and they think there's thousands of kids in the building because they're used to only seeing maybe 23 in a classroom because those 23 went to lunch, those 23 went to the bathroom, those 23 went to recess. So when they're in the hall mingling with a bunch, it is a little overwhelming. But trust us, three weeks and they're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think new, new experiences are scary. And so the t- key to success is being able to be adaptable in life. And so once the kids come in and adapt they're they're ready. They're ready. So 
we do a lot of great things to eliminate that stress and that anxiety at Lakeview. Um, we have homeroom where the first three weeks the kids are with a homeroom teacher. That's home base. So they come in as a seventh grader. They have someone that immediately connects to them and says, I'm here if you forgot your lunch. I'm here if you don't know where to go. You come and see me. We're in the halls. Um, we're their approachable person. So that eliminates some of the anxiety that the kids have, and they're with us every single day for the first three weeks. They go to classes, and they touch back. They go to class, and they touch back with us. So that helps them. Um, and then we loop with them to eighth grade. So you build those connections with that home base for two years. So it, it makes a big place seem small because you have those 23 kids again. Yeah, that's nice. Especially, I think sometimes it's daunting because it's, it's a two-year path, right? They've been in these elementary schools a lot of times for six, seven years and then they're going to this transition that is very unknown and a big jump, and it's a short little transition spot. So um, it's fun to hear some of those things that you guys have in place to help make that transition smooth. What would you say, Ange, are like the biggies that come to you in homeroom in terms of student anxiety or apprehension, questions that they have or things they forget? Well, like David alluded to, lunch. You know, in elementary, you sit with your class in middle school you get to choose your social group um, and so middle school you're preparing them not only academically but socially and emotionally as well and so those are the questions that come to you um, what about lunch where am I going to sit um, wh what about this teacher what do they expect um, do I dress for phys ed or do I not dress the first day I can't get my locker open. I think, David, we I probably opened 5,000 lockers the yeah. first three weeks. So is it true that it's all about like that, the knee? Like if, if it doesn't win in doubt, give it a knee and that, that works? Or is, is it really about just the, the turning of the combination? <laughs> it, it, it's all. It takes everything. Every the little turning, trick. The knee, the hit, and we, we do it all. Uh, well, I wonder, I've heard choice. There's, there's choice involved in middle school as well. And in the elementary environment, there isn't a lot of choice. You have your teacher. Mm -hmm. You, go to, you mm -hmm. go to class for the day. Um, all of a sudden, you go into this middle school environment. One, you had a say in your schedule. So you diverge from, from what that, that pattern or that, that consistent pattern has been in the elementary school. And there's so much choice. Choice in where you see or sit. Choice in how you go to each one of your classes. Choice to who you're teachers and can be choice and who you talk to in the hall choice if you're going to be late to class or if you're going to be the first one to class there's all kinds of choices and that's that is scary and it's scary yeah. for parents because they're like will they make the right choice and they will they will trust us yeah anything to add there david i think angie hit it uh, right the nail right on the head about three weeks um the first day they're super timid and they're got huge eyes looking at you. <laughs> um, and then they find, they find their niche. Um, as time goes on, some of them have instant camaraderie with like football or cross country or what's the other one? Football, cross country, volleyball. Yeah. They'll find, <clears throat> they'll find their sport and then about three weeks. And then 
you see them just totally relax and like, I got this. And then once they come back to eighth grade year, nothing. They're just like, hey, what's up? And then they just walk. Uh, it helps us too because ours is just a big rectangle. Correct. So, <laughs> oh, just yeah. a, it just has like a couple different things where his lake view is, is massive. Now, obviously, you've been there for a long time, so you don't get lost. Yes, but I've been, been twenty eight years. <clears throat> I've been lost same in there building. before. Yes, so I can I can understand some of that um, frustration. Um, we have assemblies, so but it yeah, it's scary that transition that she was talking about. All those different things I forgot about choices in class schedule. I didn't even think about that, and then. Am I going to the right one? You know, what's this? I've learned seven different teachers' personalities. We implemented something this year that I, I think Edgewood has done for a couple of years is we have a common grading policy mm, yeah. and a common late homework policy. And I think that is going to help some of the anxiety because every teacher in the building now is grading on the same <clears throat> percentage, the same formative assessments. Uh, we're also doing late work the same if you're, you know, how many days late. And I think Edgewood was ahead of that. We tried to model that a little bit of what they did, but tweak it to meet our population of students and families. Um, but that has helped some of the anxiety, I believe, to be able to say, well, okay, every teacher, is this is yeah. the policy. So I could see that would definitely yep. be a relief. Expectations are huge mm-hmm. for any of us right. when we're in a new experience. Well, I want to give you guys a little bit of a chance to talk to us, too, about just some really great things that you do in your specific middle schools, whether that's you know projects or initiatives that you might have that generate excitement with students that are taking place throughout the year, not just um, honed in on this transition to the beginning of the school year? Um, well, we have Abby Rich Creek in our, in our school, um, and she does a lot with STEM. <clears throat> um, so like Go Baby Go is a big one that we have, helping kids with disabilities move around um, with their, they use power wheels to help those, those kids. And it's kid-driven with partners from the community, which is always really cool. Um, we do a canned food drive uh, in December. We'll stand out at, at Kroger and collect canned foods. That's a shameless plug. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we do a lot of different things uh, throughout the school year. Um, and there's way more than I'm, I'm going to be able to rail, rattle off at the top of my head. So I'll oh, think about absolutely. it for a second. Let me well, uh, obviously, there's every sport that the kids can plug into. We have um, clubs, robotics, and D&D stand. Yeah. Um, we have drama club where um, James Davis takes kids and he gets them on stage. And it's so fun to watch those kids that maybe are quiet in class come alive and take on a different persona on the stage and they do it in front of their classmates and during the school day as well as they open it up to the public um that's a really cool thing that they do um we have national honor society april boggs takes those kids and has them go out in the community and do community service and those kids are diligent about keeping track of those hours and giving back to our community um student council we do a lot of um, wonderful things at Lakeview, and the kids find their place, their niche. So I'm hearing that common theme. We have so many choices and so many paths and directions that students should go. So ultimately, I'm hearing that's just the key is get involved. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And then I, <clears throat> while Angie was speaking, I was she was talking about clubs. We have all those clubs as well, plus like a Minecraft club. Mm-hmm. Um, we do like reading for Riley. We have dances, student council. Mm-hmm. I know they have dances as well. We do. Uh, <laughs> the music teacher, we talk about music quite a bit. Um, we, uh, as far as like different things go, we have different pillars that we want to be involved in the community. So we have like our wellness pillars. We're trying to get together a uh, a wellness evening for the entire community, not just Edgewood, but the entire Warsaw community. Um, and we have different things we're implementing. She was talking about the common uh, grading Four. scale. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really diving into assessing you know, common formative assessments, common assessments across making the sure district. That, yep. that we're um, as equal and that we're assessing the essential skills that we need to. So whether you go to Edgewood or Lakeview, you're yep. going to have the same assessment at, at about the same time within the same week. So it didn't, doesn't really matter. We're teaching the same thing across the district. Um, it's just the different personalities and the different schools. Uh, and obviously peers choosing these are two years that um, they are learning their their social network too. Um, so it's important. So, yeah. so you do see ch- changes in that. So the the typical friends groups that maybe students had in their elementary schools morph and evolve when they transition to middle school. Absolutely, yes. absolutely, big, big, big time, and it's exciting. Yes, and it's to okay. Watch. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh-huh. I always compare the middle school years as a cocoon. You know, the elementary does a phenomenal job of helping them build that cocoon and get in that little space and grow and develop and become a butterfly. And then we at the middle school have that opportunity to watch them break out of that cocoon. And you know, I'm reminded of the man that thought, oh, you ask, why is it scary? I'm reminded of the man and the, the story where the man took the scissors as he's watching this butterfly try to get out of the cocoon and snip the cocoon and open it up thinking he was helping this butterfly get out. When in reality, once that butterfly popped out, its wings weren't strong enough to fly and its body was swollen because the process of going through that cocoon and breaking free is the process that they need, the struggle that they need to become a butterfly and fly away. And so middle school is that opportunity that's so exciting to watch that happen. And with all that, that changes what they're passionate about, what they love doing, who they're going to hang out with. Is the middle school process. Yeah, that's a beautiful illustration. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I got a chance to speak to you just a little bit before we recorded today, and you were sharing with me some things that have been fun for you as a middle school teacher. Talk to us, both of you, about just your personal experiences of what you love about serving middle school specifically, and maybe even some examples of things that you have watched morph into um, a beautiful butterfly as they, you release them to the high school, their high school years. Uh, I love just watching uh, their personalities grow, getting to know them. It's all about developing the relationship um, with those students. Every class has a different personality. Every class has different characters that add to it. Um, I just love talking to them, to be honest with you. They're, (laughs) they're immature enough that they get like really 
uh, childish jokes, but at the same time, they like higher level jokes too. So I love just joking on them on multiple different levels, um, watching them laugh, um, and knowing mm-hmm. that they're just coming out of becoming. They're, I'm not sorry. They're just coming out of being an elementary school student, and watching them start to become young adults is just a really cool process. And then once they become eighth graders, they're just like, hey, you know, <laughs> like I'm too cool for mm-hmm. everything. But at the same time. If they're ever in trouble, they definitely will come to you. Like when you develop that relationship, just developing the relationship with students, getting to know them, and uh, I don't know, just talking to them. It's just that's the best part about middle school. I have to agree. Just watching them develop. So, you know, they come in as young little little boys and little girls <laughs> as seventh graders. They yeah. do, um, and and we get to watch them become young men and young ladies. I always have to give this example, and I'm sorry, Nathan Polston, but I have to <laughs> tell this story every time. I love it. Nathan, um, uh, now a principal at um, Leesburg, was my student for two years in math, and as a seventh grader, Nathan was late to class Every day, every day, I'd say, come on, Nathan, I'd stand at the door, walk with passion, come on, you can get to class before the bell, you know, and he would come, and he was short, he was short, and then as he was, and as an eighth grade student, he was tall, and he grew into himself, and then you watch him go off to high school, and play basketball, and you know what, I sat there and cheered, and I think that is the best part of middle school you watch them change and become wonderful people and then you get to watch them and go out and have families and I kind of feel like you know yes the struggle is real and we have to prepare them for the next step but being that along the sidelines and you know cheering them on for the rest of their life has to be the absolute best part because you get to see them do their thing, you know, David Hofford and Dr. Uh, David Hofford and Dr. Robertson walked our halls. And, you know, I, I look at his son and I think, yeah, you look just like your dad did. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's really cool to oh. experience um, over 28 years watching them. I get the opportunity to see them go on to their careers and see them have families. And I remember, you know, you know, they had a hard time. They'd come to class without a pencil. But you know what? They went on and are successful people. And that's exciting. Yeah. It's a great reminder for all of us, not just the students. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can go through those years and they might feel awkward and mm-hmm. they might be rough. But we build resilience through that. Um, we figure out who we are. Absolutely. Um, and I can attest to that myself, even though I started off this um, recording telling about the not so great years of my junior high career. Um, they they were formative for sure. Amy, I have to interject. I think that is what Warsaw does so well. We are not a junior high. We mm-hmm. are a middle school. Mm-hmm. And middle means we take them from the elementary, hang on to their hand, and walk them to the high school. Yeah, And I think that's a big difference. It is. And it's good for people to hear the difference in those two nuances mm-hmm. because we are fortunate that we have that set up here in Warsaw. So thanks for sharing about those. Kyle and I promised not to have too much fun with that whole Nathan, Nathan Polston story. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that I did promise that. I think I'm going to have a lot Sorry, of fun with Nate. that. Sorry, <laughs> Nate. Um, 
so ultimately, uh, as both a, a former sixth grade teacher and, and a, a former elementary school principal, my students would come back all the time. Uh, that's some of my favorite part mm-hmm. of the job is seeing the students as they begin to evolve once they move beyond the walls of those buildings, they would come back and always talk really highly of their middle school experiences. Whether they went to Lakeview, whether they went to Edgewood, they would always come back and say, yeah, it, it was a little scary at first. But like you said, three weeks into it, they, they wouldn't have thought of school Figured any out. other way. So I, I just want to say out. thank you for the roles that you play uh, each day and each year in students and helping that evolution. Um, I, I can't sing your praises enough for for the the role the role you play yeah i think kyle one of the biggest blessings i'm getting out of this whole passion project that we've been able to step into is hearing the stories of course that was what we were excited about doing this for but more important than that i feel like the bigger blessing is seeing the passion that everybody comes to their role with and that is evident in both of you that you were meant to to teach middle schoolers and you have a passion for where they're at in their life and there's purpose in what you do every day. So thanks for that service and parents out there know that there are people that have been made for this work and and they do it um, with heart every day for your kids. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's the best. It is absolutely the best. I know we're partial, but oh, it's the best. It's the best grade level. I love seventh grade. (laughs) Without a doubt. And eighth grade. Yep. It's, it's. Oh, I only have SRT with eighth grade. We track, we track them. We're tracking this year, sure. so I got <coughs> SRT twice, so that's sure. kind of cool, but oh, seventh grade's awesome. Nice. Yes. I love it. There. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and hey, Warsaw, check back in next week as we bring you another episode to see what's happening <coughs> around the district. We love hearing about the great things people are doing every day for our kids right here in thank Warsaw you. Schools. Thank you.